Well, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about some weddings. We're gonna oh, talk man. about weddings. We're gonna talk about weddings. It's, you know, not that we need a segue, but we're gonna talk about weddings. It is June. It is uh, uh it's June. We just celebrated our 20 year wedding anniversary. Da, 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 da. That's beautiful. Congratulations. That's right, bitches. That is uh, Felix Mendelssohn, okay? German motherfucker that uh, composed that wedding march for uh, a Shakespeare play. Uh, I believe he wrote that, uh, he composed that when he was 17 years old. What the fuck were you doing when you were 17 years old, huh? Wow. 17 years old as fuck. I was learning how to fucking grind crack rocks or when I was 17. You know, how to like roast banana peels and shit. So yeah, we just celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary. That's right. Rosemary and I, Rosemary Rodriguez and I. We went to Anguilla. Oh, wow. And uh, we went to Miami Beach. Oh, Miami man. Beach is where we first got married. Um, we went to the hotel. Well, we went to the exact same spot. Well, we were married. Well, we argued, we argued about where it was. No, 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 no. Really? <laughs> yeah, we kind of no, argued, no, no. and then we decided we'd, we'd compromise and stand in a no, different no. spot. No, we, no, we were in front of the Penguin Hotel. So here we go. On See? Ocean Drive. <laughs> we, were just, we were just debating whether we were in between these palm trees or we were over here. Ah. And the, the, the guy who decorated and put the wedding together, Johnny Hardesty, may he rest in peace, real mm-hmm. sweet man, um... I, I just kind of know that he would I, I was just going by where the position of where I was when I was waiting for her to walk up to, you know, the makeshift wow. walkway, where it would have been. So hey, Is this where you guys first met? Or you guys- well, we met in Miami. Okay. That's where we actually got married. And okay. we, we got married the there okay. in, in front of the Penguin Hotel. So it was kind of bittersweet. And then we went into the lobby where we had the reception. Yeah. Oh, wow. The guy who owned the hotel at the time was a justice of the peace. Oh. So he let us use the lobby for our reception, and he married us right. also, like right. on the beach there. Drew. So we went back. Drew. Yeah, Drew. We yeah. Went that back is so to the, cool. To the scene of the crime. Yeah, totally cool. So and whose then we, idea was it to go back 20 it was, years later? What do you it think? Was, Guess. Come on. It was your idea. Yeah, it was my idea. That's, that's very romantic. You were supposed to say his. That's very oh, romantic. That's, oh, shit. The <laughs> that's so girly. Fuck that. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> that's, you know what? He was supposed to say you. Bullshit. Oh, no, that was a collaboration. <laughs> that was a collaboration. <laughs> you, you know how it is when you have a milestone. You've been married before, right? right? right I asked right, you if you were right, married. Right, right. You, you ha- you're married. You have a. Co- you, you, you say, you know, it's our twentieth wedding anniversary. It's coming up. What, what do you want to do? I mean. You know, that's a pretty big number, right? right? I'm fucking Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? I, I don't know t- I don't know too many people that are married fucking five years, let right. alone 20. 20. You know what I'm saying? That's big time. Big in this t- business, yes. In this business, especially yes. in uh, the way our fucking life works. I mean, she's gone for months at a time. It's a crazy, it's a crazy dynamic. So we discussed the possibility of going to Miami. And also, we had gone to Anguilla for our fifth wedding anniversary. So we decided... Man, let's let's check that out. So that's basically how, Yeah, you uh, have to you can't go directly from LA to Anguilla. So you have to sort of stop over in Miami anyway. Right. And it's okay. a long flight. So it's yeah. like, all right, let's just make a thing of it there. Yeah. And then we went to Anguilla, which yeah. is a beautiful island. Big up to Anguilla. Come on now. <laughs> Big up to the Cajaluca Resort. <laughs> Big up 
Yeah, Anguilla. Anguilla's a, ma- a majestic place. You've been to the Caribbean? I've never been to Anguilla. You, you've you never go. been to the Caribbean? Oh, yes, I've been to the Caribbean. You've been to the Caribbean. Yes. Anguilla's the best. Anguilla is, Anguilla is you, got, you fly into St. Martin. Okay, I, I've been to St. Martin. Which is French and yeah, Dutch. Yeah. And you take the ferry from St. Martin to Anguilla. Okay. Or you can go to St. Bart's. Okay. But you want to go to Anguilla. Anguilla. Mm. You know what's beautiful about going to a place like that? Um, well, first yeah. of all, I want to go, I, remind me, I want to go back to the Penguin Hotel. But what's beautiful, the first time I went to Anguilla was, one of the first times I ever been to one place where it was all black. Everybody was black. Wow. Okay. Every fucking body in the island is black. <laughs> they're serving you. They're picking you up. At everything. You know wow. what I mean? So, yeah, it's a, it's a black-run island. You know what I'm saying? Low crime. Everything is expensive. Everything has to be imported. They don't make nothing in that motherfucker. Oh, so it's Just, really expensive. All you, see is, all you see is goats laying around all over the place. Everything else got to be imported. So the interesting thing about that place is that since you're paying top dollar, for instance, for, for a dinner, it's not just a bullshit dinner, right? You're already paying because it's imported. It's like a five-star dinner. Wow. Every dinner is a fucking five-star dinner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an interesting place. Uh, I think 30 beaches. You just you drive. beaches. How many? 33? 33, yeah. You, the first time we went, when fifth wedding anniversary, we drove around uh, the perimeter. Oh, shit. Let, let me see that beach, even though it's a little nook. Let's go in there. Beautiful stuff. Anyway, so back to Miami, the Penguin Hotel. We go in there into the lobby, and I'm a little bit kind of bitters, bittersweet about, about Miami because... A lot of the people we knew passed away. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? A lot of the, the guy, Johnny, who, who's a friend of hers, Mark, who employed her. I, I met her in 1992, you know, in South Beach, right before Hurricane Andrew hit. We kept in touch. And anyway, long story short, we saw each other, I think, five times before we got married and we got married. Yeah, we never really? lived in the same state. Right. And we never spent more than a few days together. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's, that's that, insane. Yeah, that's that Puerto Rican. Yeah, that's that Puerto Rican sauce. That's insane. That's that Puerto Rican science. That's that yeah. sauce. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big up to all your married motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. My man Nick. Nick loves Nick, Nick. Yo. Soundboard engineer, motherfucker. <laughs> Nick loves when I give him the air horn. Right, Nick? What's up, baby? I just got to make sure it ain't too loud. Too, too loud, because it's pretty loud always. It's pretty loud always. <laughs> all good, though. All yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that air horn. Sometimes I'm sleeping and I fucking hear that shit. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> when I was on when I was in Anguilla for, for, for 10 days, I I was like, where's my air horn button? <laughs> it was just crazy. But you know, I was I, I did my own little um when I was reading stuff for to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that I was wondering about is why people get married in June. Because I know you're gonna talk about oh, please, like, how please, much they cost. Please, 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 yeah. So did you know that Juno is the Roman goddess of marriage? I did not know that. And that, that people thought that if they got married then in June, that she would bring prosperity and happiness to everyone who wed. Wow. June. And also, the other thing is... Big up to Juno, you fucking whore! <laughs> this is another interesting thing, is that during the 14 and 1500s, 
June was considered the time when people came outdoors after a long winter uh-huh. and bathed communally. Nice. So they only people used to only take baths once, once a or year. twice a year. Right. So they did that in June. And I guess I guess when to marry it would be a good idea then if you were actually clean and you ah. took your bath and then you would get with somebody. So mm. I thought that was kind of interesting too. Mm. Interesting. Once anyway, a year. What? Yeah. yeah, I'm still yeah. stuck no, on no, no, no. smelly motherfuckers. <laughs> that's what I did. By the end of the summer, you're already fucking nasty. I can't imagine by December, you fucking stinky well, motherfuckers. Well, this is the all cooped up in the same house the Damn, beginning of the summer. Once a year? You do it the beginning Damn. of the summer. That's right. That's what my research is telling You're me. walking into another dimension. Wow. A dimension of stank ass and unwashed hair. <laughs> You've been Jesus. sleeping for nine months. You smell like shit. You wake up on a beach. Oh, my God. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance. You're moving into a land of both no, actually, actually, and disgust. Let me just clarify and correct you, if I may, hon. Hon? Yes, hon. Sure. It's not uh, once a year. It's for the first time of the year that they've come out to take a bath. Trust me. From that day that they come out, I'm taking a bath until it's fucking dark again. Until it's time for me to hibernate. You follow? So June, July, August, September, there's a lot of bathing going on. Those are the bathing months. Right. Those That's are the not bathing. What I read. That's well, not what I read. Do you mean you mean they fucking bathe once no, and then they go hide out? They only bathe one yeah. time a year. Yeah. That's why they created once the perfumes and yeah. all that stuff. Uh-huh. Hey, and where was this? Where was this? Was Free this in shower. what what, what? What country was this? This is in general? No, this is in Europe. Yeah, 14, 15. Oh, because I know know cologne was invented in Germany. My ass starts smelling after a day. I just couldn't. (laughs) Seriously. After a day? Just one day, man. Seriously. Dude, let me just explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. No, seriously. I I admitted that, but come on. No, let me explain to you. When you're young... Maybe after a day. Once you hit a certain age, you've wiped your ass so many times that it's like it's you, you need you need a few baths. You understand what I'm saying? During the day, sure. At different times of the, uh, yeah. of the of the week, I need a couple of fucking baths. Well, I think this is a practical. It's a practical matter. And getting back to economics too, because you get you you get together in the spring in June. You get pregnant by the next spring. When things are going to start growing and you need it, right. you know, that's when, like, the kid comes. You can bathe and then again. you can start working also again. And, and you can you know, bathe the motherfucker. <laughs> a lot of it is time. Because you remember, you remember. practical issues. No, because you remember, romance. this is the 14 and 1500s. Master yes. P wasn't around. Yeah, but so you couldn't call Master P to bring in some water. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's really some sick shit, though, because there was no scarcity of water. Like, there's lakes all over the fucking no, place. No, no. not just, just run and dive just in. walk in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. I think it's cold. How no, are they going yeah, to heat their water? <laughs> I mean, you see all those fucking traditions where people run and jump into the ice all the time. And you're yeah, like, there's a polar bear. I don't, think they, I don't think they were doing that in Italy and France. And they, I think they were doing that up further north. They're doing okay? it in Jersey. Where they used to it. They, they weren't doing it there. Well, no, I mean, all I can say is thank you, God. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Allah. Thank you, the master. The the all. The all-knowing, the, the 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 father and mother of the sky. Thank you for letting me be born in 1960. I'm not going to tell you what what year, but mm-hmm. thank you. You understand? Yes, sir. I am so fucking glad because I watched the Titanic, right? And I and I and I, whenever I watch those period movies, I'm thinking. 
I know the acting is amazing. The dialogue is great. The set design is beautiful. The story is impeccable. But all I keep thinking about is that motherfucker stinks. Right. I know it. I'm the same and, way. And, 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 <laughs> yo, and the women. Axe body spray? Dude, dude. Right. And the women are wearing layers and shit. Boostiers and shit. layers and layers. Could you imagine the fuck? smoking. <laughs> smoking. And, oh, dude. She gets naked on yeah. that couch while he's praying his eyes. Right. Are watering. Yo, there's no, there's no fucking uh, tooth, uh, toothpaste. There's no mouthwash. You have to remember, even when my parents grew up, they, they had outhouses in the back. Right. I fucking had, had an outhouse in Puerto yeah, Rico. And, and my mother talked about they would fill up a tub, and then there was 10 kids that she grew up with, yep. and they all took turns getting in the in same bath. bathtub. Right. Yeah. Now you wonder why would they be in the same bathtub? I don't know, but that's how they did it, because yeah, they didn't that's have... It was. They that's what they're saying, don't throw the baby out with the bath water comes yep. from. Because yep. by the time the baby would get washed, the <laughs> right. water would be so dark right. that you could forget that the baby's right. in there. Right. Yep. And that's where, that, that's where that term comes right. from. Because yep. it was all an age. The older, the oldest took the bath right. first, all the way down to the youngest. Right, because so the oldest motherfucker... No, because the oldest motherfucker... You don't ever want to start off with the greasy pan. You You as far as the baby and, 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 and 10 kids being washed in the same tub, you got to remember, water, there was no pipes. So right. it's not like you can go and fucking refill the thing like 10 blocks. I mean, you got to walk and, and you got to heat the water up and on the you stove. Gotta, and yeah, you got right. to heat it up. up on the yeah, stove. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 So anyway, you know, we take a lot of things for granted. You know, Master P fucking yelling for water because he wants to be fucking Rand with fucking sprinkles in a fucking music video. You know what I mean? Now it all comes together. That's you right. see what I'm saying? Full circle. He, he's, 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 he's giving an ode to his forefathers that weren't able to do that. You right. see what I'm saying? So subliminally, Master P is saying, fuck you. Oh, I can do it. You know what? I'm a gangster rapper. Yes, there's no water for gangster rappers, but guess what? I'm doing this in the name of my motherfucking fathers, my grandfather. And never could take a bath. Yeah, well, he, he didn't know he was doing it though. <laughs> <laughs> you, what? He just wanted a flash dance. That's called reconstruction, right? <laughs> he saw flash dance one too many times. He saw her pull that rope. We know that was driving him genetically, right? <laughs> but, but there's right. no consciousness in that. That's hilarious. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, Wes. He'll be rolling to my house saying, I heard that fucking interview you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, tell him, tell him. 1-800-893-9562. We could use some P money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. So, uh, all right. So, so we're talking about weddings. There's a there's, a, there's an amazing article uh, uh, of what weddings cost today. Okay? So I'm going to read some of this shit when I'm talking too much Cut me off, all right? So an astounding amount is what weddings cost today. Last year, the average American wedding, including the requisite reception, cost $28,427, okay? In affluent areas, the cost is even higher. In Boston, the average price of a wedding is $39,239, all right? In Santa Barbara, California, it's $42,319, 
and in Manhattan, that's NY motherfucking C, is $76,687. That's ridiculous. I ain't never getting married. Oh. <laughs> no, no, seriously, this is a shit. Ridiculous. This is a shit that's going on. So, I mean, we were in Anguilla. We saw a young couple that were getting married. Mm. Uh, uh, an African-American or an Anguillan, we found out he was from the state, so he's an African-American and he had come to Anguilla. And so he's the black guy and she's the lighter-skinned chick. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to figure out what's going on and shit. You know what I mean? They're married. The first couple of days, they're having breakfast. We're next to each... You know, we're sitting next to the table. I just turn around. It's them. Oh, do I say congrats? Ah, fuck it. I'm with my wife. I'm not going to say nothing. But four days later, I see the brother walking on the beach by himself looking like a sad, sad of shit. Oh. I said, I said, there it is. There it is. The she reality. just started, she just started her shit. The reality. He's walking up and down the beach. The only black, he's fucking walking down the beach with a headset on. I felt, I felt like going, dude, 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 it ain't that bad. Go in there, make up. And, and so the thing is all the money that people spend on weddings, it's unbelievable. So how do we get to this point? Very simple for people of means. Weddings have always been an occasion for an extravagant display of wealth. But as far back as the 1920s, the rising American middle, cl middle class sought to establish its status by imitating the high society white wedding. Uh, Chicago retailer Marshall, For uh, Marshall Fields published the first bridal registry in 1924. Brides magazine debuted in 1934, and after World War, World War II, uh, the boom in marriages kicked the wedding industry into high gear. But in the 1960s and 70s, many young couples steeped in countercultural disdain for displays of wealth and status chose simpler ceremonies. Then, dun, 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 in 1981, the lavish wedding came roaring back. Two words. Princess Diana. Mm. Okay? Now, that's the thing. Said Carol McDee Wallace, author of All Dressed in White, The Irresistible Rise of the American Wedding. The young ingenue storybook wedding to Prince Charles, which featured a glass coach, a 25-foot bridal train, and an estimated 750 million television viewers. You should have directed this shit, does it, Leslie? Made such a global impression that millions of people began aspiring to their own fairy tale weddings. Within a decade, said Wallace, there was this arms race quality to it. All right? And so <clears throat> the article goes on to say, why is it so important and all this other bullshit? And, uh, <clears throat> and it also goes on to say... Um, well, here, here, here's the. Let me ask you a question before. Go ahead, go ahead. Does it say what the divorce rate is? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> what it should say? No, what it should I say. Think the divorce well, does, rate in America. In yeah, they go in there about. Yeah. Our, we have one of the highest divorce rates. It's, it's over fifty percent. Oh, like, oh, in yeah. the ultimate, in the ultimate ostracization, it says uh, uh, ostentation. Right. You want to read that? Well, or you want to look end, at it? At the end. Sorry. It talks about, of course. What, we've, what has happened not too long ago, which is the August 2011 nuptials between reality TV queen Kim Kardashian oh, and don't say NBA that star Chris Humphreys oh. cost an estimated $10 million. And then, of course, it lasted just 72 days. Absolutely. I think that's kind of a good test, though. If, if, if the wedding, if you have to spend so much money on a wedding and all of that, I mean, it kind of says something about the couple themselves. It's, you know, I mean, if you, you could just get married with... You know, what's important are you, you know, the two people, right? right? And if you're going to just blow 
thirty, fifty thousand dollars. There's there, the mentality is a little different. It's a little more materialistic. It's a little little less about the the actual romance and the actual you know relationship. And it's just how do we look for our friends or how how, how is it going to feel? Because you know you try to make it like the uh, like the royal weddings and all of that, but it's. It's not going to be anywhere near that. So don't even try to, you know, pretend because, you know, you're going back to the VFW and you like try and make it all nice and and, you know, you're putting sparklers up or whatever the fuck you do. I, 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 you know? I think I think that's I think that's the point. I think that people lose sight of the important thing. I think that people think that spending all this money, it, 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 it's going to it's going to help you. On, on some level. I mean, it's I took like an I, investment into their marriage or something. Well, that's what I, it kinda I, I mean, my perspective is, is that, you know, like for me, I'm thinking if I'm sitting here looking at a woman and I'm about I'm married and she has all of this stuff on. The only thing I would be thinking about is when can I get her out of that shit? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting married in a bikini. <laughs> Shit is like, yo, this is just so really you're, you're, in the fucking way. So you're like, talking about <laughs> getting married in Anguilla. If I love her that much to marry her, <laughs> right? So you're talking about getting married in Anguilla, fucking lootly, like with a G string, you know, with a G string, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, on a private beach. You know right. what I mean? You know. Well, we'll, that that was the idea we had. We'll tape the motherfucker giving us the vows. Right? Yeah, I don't that, even want him there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I don't understand. I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it is perpetuated, you know, by the media and by. This image, this sort of Princess Diana thing, it's interesting that it says that because she kind of taps into this weird storybook fantasy. The fairy tale, like white what, wedding. The, what the perfect woman is right. and what the perfect like, path yeah, to being a wife is. Yeah, but none of those people are happy, though. And, no, but that's the key. What I was going to say, because when, when we <laughs> go to weddings, <laughs> I don't even want to go to weddings in me. No, but, but when we go to weddings, either. I hate going the to weddings. people, the only weddings that I have had a good time at is when the bride and groom are having a great time. Right. And that's very few people. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I can actually think of just two weddings in all the weddings or I've three. ever been to. Or three. Where they were having a blast. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else. I got else three. I got three. Is miserable. I got three. Your, your nephew. Your yeah. nephew, Brian and Deb Delaney. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Bonnie and Vince. Bonnie and Vince and yeah. Ruperto and Mai. Oh, yeah. And three. Ruperto. You're right. Three, three weddings. Three. Three yep. weddings. Yep, yep. All right. <laughs> all the other people yeah. we went to their weddings. Yeah, you seem happy. No, 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 no. You are. No, because you we would. No, because we would. Seem happy, but no, because we would. Go, I, I don't like right. weddings. Me I hate either. weddings. Well, I hate uh, the whole. I hate the whole fucking. I hate the bad DJ. The bullshit food. I just hate it. But when. But those three weddings stuck out. It bothers me. It bothers me a lot because I really think it taps into this idea of what of what our fantasies are. Right. And like we didn't have a big wedding, but me, no. I'm like a strong female. I don't, I don't live like by these stereotypes. I didn't want this wedding, but they're still. Rosemary, strong woman, blonde hair, white chick, goes into Miami Beach, starts kicking coconuts out of Nestor's hands, <laughs> invents the Cuba Libre, and then becomes mojitos. Get some fried plantains and some collard greens. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, good. No, there still lives inside yeah, this man. this moment where it's like, wait, but he never got down on his knees me? and asked me. I swear to God, I'm being brutally honest, even though it's embarrassing. Hold on, could you rewind that? Oh, it's done. Go, no, no. go play when you think. No, thinks. no, so you said. <laughs> your buttons over there. Uh -oh. My God. No, you, no. <laughs> she just, like, bought a fucking bus company in here. She just showed you, she just showed you what a strong woman says right there.
the buttons. <laughs> 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 Too many times when I'm right. No, actually, actually, no, the thing about our wedding it was, that was interesting, all jokes aside, is we met. And I don't know, it was just it was just fucking bizarre how you, you know, you meet someone and you have this connection, right? And I it never dawned on me to get on my knees. Um, because I always I always thought thought of that as a cliched thing. You know, it you is. get on your knees and 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 oh, oh look, hon. You know, on top of the of the blimp in the sky. You know what I mean? It is. It was one of those things where I was like, you know, it was it was logical. You know, I love you. You love me. I think that we need to be together in the same place, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. Mm -hmm. But somebody mentioned something about uh, Rich. I think you mentioned something about being happy. I think that this is this. I think this is the biggest misconception and the biggest problem that weddings be they. Fairy tale weddings, be there, fucking project, community center, fucking weddings. I think that the misconception is that being married is going to make you happy. Right. That getting married is going to make you happy. Right. That's the misconception. Because like anything in life, as you know, making this film may not make you happy. No. Getting that car may not make you happy. It's the same principle. People get married thinking that she's going to make me happy. He's going to make me happy. Now, this is where the problem comes in. That when, that when you come to the realization that that thing isn't making you happy, then the real work sets in, right? You, you I agree with you. I mean, because marriage is symbolic. Right. And there is no truth in symbols. Right. Symbols are representations of truth. So think of it like this. I always felt like if you're not married before you get married, you'll never be married. Thank you. Right. If you don't have the relationship, the the connection way before you do some nuptials, it's never going to happen. For well, most people, going to marriage is like going to jail. And the first thing you do when you get out of when you get in jail is you want to get out. It, it, well, it could be. No, it, it could be. Spend your whole marriage it could trying be. to figure out how the hell to get out of this. Well, I think when we did when we did our vows, yeah. it's like I literally said two sentences and Good. I was done. Yeah. And Nestor had just read The Road Less Traveled. Mm -hmm. And what he just said very concisely, he kind of like went on. And on and on. <laughs> I was like, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> coming to the stage. <laughs> and I wanted the wedding to be live from New York. <laughs> yeah, I, I was always confused by the till death do us part. You know, it's like, okay, I don't like you anymore, so I got to kill you. Well, <laughs> no, no, well, I, no, well, I'm I gotta get rid of you. That to get speaks, rid of you. No, that speaks to the level of commitment. That, no, that, but that's funny. That's, that's funny. yeah. No, but that speaks to the level of commitment that, which I have to say, I have to say that we have not been happy, Rosemary and I, one hundred percent all the time. You know what I mean? Right. We've because then you would be dead. We we no. We've struggled. We fought. We've been separated. We've 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 gone through all sorts of shit. But the one thing I will say is that we've we've been dedicated, right? Committed in a sense, committed to the relationship, right? Committed to working, to working it out. Um, um, she, I, I think that we both come from loyal backgrounds. Like you know, I like you. You're my boy. I'm loyal. You know what I mean? Well, I think what you, happens. You know what I, mean? I think what happens, and the reason that people 
if there's a should in the world, like should get married, if they're meant to get married, is that there is a spiritual connection. Absolutely. So, so all of this material display has, is really has empty. nothing to do with it. Because it's a spiritual connection. So when you have a spiritual connection with somebody, whether it's a husband, whether it's a friend, you don't just throw that away and you no. don't just lose it. So even when a friend pisses you off, you know, you have this like lifeline lifetime like commitments to relationships that's what i think i live that way i agree with you and see the interesting thing is perfection is death right right when anything becomes perfect it stops right Mm -hmm. and so life is really about chasing that which is imperfect right right and it's 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 the ups and downs that make us move it's the ups and downs that give us life and give us a reason well i think that that, that could be a statement for why it's okay to have these big extravagant weddings because those people are going through a hell of a roller coaster well, getting that to event perfect, together. See, but no, they're trying but to if they can survive picture. that, right. it takes them a year to plan these things. Oh, absolutely. If they can survive that, maybe they deserve to be married. And then another 10 years of paperwork. Yeah, yeah, but people don't, even, people don't even plan it. Now they hire. Right. People are fucking pussies. Now right. they hire. Remember back in the day, our people, our, our parents planned their fucking wedding. Yep. You know what I mean? You're going to sit on that plastic-covered couch and shut the fuck up. And you, you're going to go get some water, okay? You're going to sprinkle it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I now you hire well, somebody because, because these... everybody gets hired. You know, it's no, so now you expensive. hire somebody. That's why it's so expensive. That's why it's so expensive. Thirty thousand right. dollars to right. plan you your wedding, plan and you something. go, "I like those flowers," yeah. and I no, like that, was this and chick, all that. There know? was this chick. The hotel we we're staying at, this resort. Let me tell you something. This place was ridiculous. Okay, per night, they had the the, the night we were the day we were checking out for the next five days. Every single room was taken wow. by a wedding. Okay, there was a fucking chick there, little white chick from the Upper East Side of Manhattan. That's what she looked like with red hair. I think she was related to Rich. And she's got a fucking MacBook Pro. And this fucking big gorilla looking fuck comes up and they're sitting next to each other and they're discussing the the, the, right on the fucking beach. I'm having my breakfast. I swear to God, I wanted to say, excuse me. Could you close your fucking laptop? I don't want to see the laptop. I want to see the ocean. Right. Right? But then I'm hearing her. She's actually a wedding planner. I thought she was one of these. Anyway, it's just, it's, it's just ridiculous. I just, want to, I just want to read this because I don't know if this is still, um, this, these people are still married. But I, I imagine maybe they are. It says the most expensive wedding on record was the 1981 marriage of Ab- Abu Dhabi's Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed al Nayyan. I probably said that all wrong. And yeah. Princess Salama, a seven-day affair that cost more than a hundred million dollars to accommodate all the invited guests. The Sheik built a twenty-thousand-seat stadium. Is that it, just it, a dollars? Is that what I gave you? You know? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was that? Is that, is that, is that an adjusted dollars? I don't know. Is that a what? But you know what? It's it's a new article, so I would. No, you, no, 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 this is new. This is new. This is this is. Hey, here, here's the when deal. When you have that much money, that's. That's cool. Fine. You know, because you have that much money, it employs people. No, maybe you donated the, sto- the stadium. Exactly. You know, fine. Do whatever. You got that much money. But but here's the thing. You spend $70,000 on a wedding and you can't afford that. And then That's you spend different. the next five years trying to pay that yeah. shit off. Then you're going to be to each other's throats. Right. It's going to make the marriage that much harder. You know, there's there's no like... You know, planning and then, and and I don't know. And then maybe 
Maybe you're right. Maybe if you can live through that, paying that $70,000 off for the next five or 10 years or whatever, you can, after you guys yell at each other, then maybe, yeah, then maybe it's good for the, you know, it's a. It's, well, well, it, it is. That is the number one cause of divorce, I think, is it's money. Fi- is right. money. It's finances. One, yeah. one of the big things you can't fight is, is, is for especially many women in America, they're raised with this idea of what their, well, that's what I was talking ma- about. their wedding is going yeah. to be. No. And sometimes if you don't do that, the consequence of, not having done that is probably insurmountable as well. So you got to sort of find this medium, right? I don't know. I never wanted that. I just wanted that little moment on the knees. Right, right. And that can still happen, by the way. <laughs> okay, you guys didn't see that, but if you if you uh, if you go to skidrowstudios.com, seriously, if you go to skidrowstudios.com, there'll be a link. Which, by the way, you can watch the show live. It's being videotaped, so that's on video camera right there. Uh, Rosemary just threw something at me, which she she's basically uh, reiterating that she wants me uh, to get no, on my no. knees. No. <laughs> okay, well, that's okay. No problem. I'll, I'll work on that. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so, yeah, so weddings are expensive. Divorce is even more expensive. But the, I think the thing is, I think the divorce rate in America is, like, out of control. Well, because, I, I you know why? it's, like, 70. It's, it's way up. It's because, like, because, like, anything, we live in a yeah. disposable society. Right. It's like, you don't like the color of the headphone? Buy another one. The same thing can be, again, you think you can apply that to everything in your life. Yeah. People, friendships, relationships, business relationships, business partners. You know, nothing's sacred anymore. So it's but just how about like, yesterday? What happened yesterday? What happened? Are we going to talk about what happened yesterday? Tell me what happened yesterday. Maybe I forgot. Maybe I was... Uh, <laughs> well, what, what happened in California? Oh, hold up. What Supreme happened yesterday? What happened yesterday? That's what we're going to... Oh, you, you're giving me a segue? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't want to know. Leave marriage. That's without. called... She's a director, pal. <laughs> My girl. Oh, 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 you don't know. She's keeping you on script. Oh, you don't know. She doesn't. You don't know. You, you have no idea. I talk about stuff. She's not listening. Everything in her life is like cut, jump cut, smash to the dishes, pan out, dishwasher, extreme close up to the dishwashing liquid, and pull out. It's everything is a fucking direction. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call the fucking directors Guild of America to come to my house and be like, is she supposed to be directing me in my own house? Oh, yeah, right, that happens. I'm gonna call the Screen Actors Guild and be like, am I supposed to be getting residuals for this? <laughs> Unbelievable. No, yesterday it wasn't yesterday. It was June 26. Was that yesterday? No. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yesterday. Eastern Central. It was yesterday. It was uh, June 26. It was, uh, uh, um, yeah. Big up to California, you fucks. Liberal motherfuckers. Big up. That's right. The Supreme Court rulings mark bold advance for gay marriage by striking down part of the Federal Defense of Marriage Act, uh, DOMA. For those of you that don't know, the DOMA, Defense of Marriage Act, and allowing gay marriage in California, uh, justices suggest that a constitutional endorsement may be next. So basically, let, 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 this is amazing. This is good stuff. Um, we'll, we'll go back. We'll do a little history on this whole thing. Um, uh, 
DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act. It was enacted in September 21st, uh, September 21, 1996. Uh, it's a United States federal law that allows states to refuse to recognize same-sex marriages performed under the laws of other states. Until a portion of the act, Section 3, was ruled unconstitutional in 2013. This is what happened, uh, the culmination of what happened uh, yesterday. Uh, DOMA, in conjunction with various other statutes, had also effectively barred same-sex married couples from being recognized as spouses for purposes of federal laws or receiving federal marriage benefits. So basically... Um, what that what that uh, uh, federal law said that just because you got married in one state that allowed uh, same sex marriages did not mean that another state that didn't had to uh, uh, acknowledge your marriage. That's one thing. The other thing is that the federal government did not necessarily acknowledge just because you were married as a married spouse as a straight man and wife. So. The difference being domestic partner and married partner, uh, meaning having the same meaning. In other words, not the same meaning as a heterosexual marriage. Well, but that, that was the thing. Doma defined marriage as marriage between a man and a woman. Right. And it used the word heterosexual. Right. And so the right. justices said that that was unconstitutional. Right, 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 right. You're given a definition right. to what this right. thing is right. and that the 15th right. and the 14th Amendment protects right. against right. defining someone outside that, of a federal That's right, that's uh, right. Thing. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying, exactly. So, so for instance, people who, who were allowed to get married in the short window of time in 2008 in California, they weren't recognized as... A married, you know, a married couple, married right. spouses, spouses. Right. They were domestic partners as far as the federal government was concerned. And a lot of them, all of them were denied federal uh, benefits, federal right. federal rights to Social Security benefits. You know, whatever, whatever a, a, a heterosexually married couple is entitled to. Yes. Yeah, so, but to me, the hypocrisy of this whole thing is that America was founded on this notion of the separation between church and state. Right. The reason yeah. that the That's Pilgrims, another episode. No, but the reason that the Pilgrims came here is because they didn't want religious persecution. Right. right. Well, the only reason that people don't want gay marriage is religious. Right. It has no mm -hmm. it has no biological, no foundational, there has no there's no economic, there's right. no political right. reason. The only reason is religion. a Judeo Christian right. religious perspective, which again what is the is the infusion of the church and state. I don't know the people came here for religious freedom. I think they came to do things their way. No, they came, they came for religious freedom. They were being persecuted. Right, but they, and they came left here Europe and went to the to to Dutch. Yes, and then they left. They were running from the Catholic Church. Right, but then they came here not to have freedom for other people. They came here to do things their, their way. Their way. The Puritans That's and the Catholics came here to do their it the way. same so way. So we're yes. still <laughs> trying to do things our way. But they were. But it was absolutely the whole idea, the dialogue, the rhetoric was this idea that the the government should never be able to control right, 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 how right, people right. express themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are but saying you guys are saying same thing. Different colonies in Roger Smith, like people, right. because they wanted to do their own religious thing. Right. It wasn't about we'll just live and let live. Right. You, 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 got, you guys, you guys are saying the no, same thing. My point yeah. is, is that, but when you look at the Constitution, the way it's constructed, it was constructed yes. by the idea that the government should not encroach on people's mm -hmm. religious freedoms. Mm -hmm. Is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But the the problem with this is, is that the only reason why there's a problem with gay marriage is religion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right by the now, it's, it's religion right. encroaching on people's exactly. uh, legal right. freedom. Right. right. And what's interesting, I what's interesting is the first, the first state 
which right. is bullshit. To, to right. allow same-sex marriages <laughs> so we've never been was Massachusetts. Separation. Absolutely. It never. Which no. is amazing. Which is amazing. Yeah. So, anyway, it's um, just... Let me just say, it just seems like the hypocrisy of the same same people who don't want abortion because of religion or uh, stem cell research or, or, you know, these people don't, these are the same people that don't want big government to come in and fuck with your, with, with your shit. At the same time, you know, it's just such a shitty hypocrisy and they can't, they can't just, you know, and they talk about it and they're the first ones to accuse people for flip flopping or, or for not being one side or the other. And they're, they just use government, you know, to, to, to push their own issues. Exactly. Anyway, listen, let me, we're going to wrap this up a little bit here, but let me give you some of the history. Okay. DOMA was initially introduced by Republicans in May 1996. DOMA passed both houses of Congress by large majorities and was signed into law by President Bill Clinton in September of 1996 by defining spouse and its related terms for federal purposes to signify a a heterosexual couple in a recognized marriage. Like you said, Leslie. Uh, Section 3 thereby codified non-recognition of same-sex marriages for all federal purposes, including insurance benefits for government employees, Social Security survivors, uh, benefits, immigration, bankruptcy, and the filing of joint tax returns, as well as excluding same-sex spouses from the scope of laws protecting families of federal officers, laws eva- uh, evaluating financial aid el- eligibility, and uh, federal ethics laws applicable to opposite-sex se- spouses. So, you know, th- 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 this thing is about, like, not only, like, can gay... Uh, same-sex same-sex couple marry or not, but it's about also okay. Just because you're married doesn't mean do, doesn't mean you're equal to us anyway. Right from a from a federal point of view. So this is this is a big deal. Well, well you know, uh, there was a oh here here. Uh, all right, so. Yeah. I wish we spoke about other things as much as we speak about this stuff because it should just be a given that people get to marry who they want. Absolutely. That they have that right. No, absolutely. And that we should be talking about more important issues. It's important for people to get married to who they want, but I'm saying it's it's a deflection for like real things that that could be decided and could be, you know, we're fighting wars, we're we're doing all kinds of stuff. We're fra- you know, fracking, like all kinds of stuff that threatens everything and yet we're talking about trying to prohibit people from getting married. But because because you know our world, right? Our country, our world is designed to do a three card Monty game. You were mentioning something earlier before the show the started which right. the 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 voters rights act. Right. So so you know, you have an explosion over here, right? And while that explosion's going on and everyone's around going Ooh, ah, someone's over there. A nice group of people are over there doing some other shit. Mm-hmm. And so there's always a game of whack-a-mole going on. Where you hit something, something else pops up over there. And there's too many fucking things going on. And at the same time, no one's paying attention to anything anyway because we have low attention spans in this fucking, in this in this society, in our world. With all the gadgets, all the fucking lights and, and the bells and the whistles and but all the shit true. that's going on. it's true. It's like on. gay marriage, abortion. These are religious issues. Absolutely. These are not political issues. No, they're not. No, I mean, they're not. this is what we spend most of our time talking shit about. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, you know, it's, it's the interesting thing, and I don't know if you've ever been to a, a, a country that's governed by religion, such as an Islamic country or something like that. And you find, and we look at those countries and say, oh, man, in an Islamic country, women have burqas on. Mm-hmm. They can't drive. They don't have these. But these are these are laws that are based in their religious beliefs. And while we sort of sit and critique that situation, we're 
sort of in the same thing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's exactly the same thing. We're, we're saying what people can't do based on religious views, mm -hmm. which to me is just... It's, it's, it, it, I would have thought we would have matured uh, as a country. Uh, no. Further. No. Yeah. No, because what happens is, that's a perfect example. You take three steps forward, and then you take ten steps back. This is a perfect example, this right. gay marriage thing in California. I mean, historically, in 2004, right, were the first uh, couples that were allowed to get married in San Francisco. In 2004, okay? Then... Uh, The push and pull went on. It disappeared, or you weren't able That's to. That's nine get, years ago. That you weren't able to get married. You know, in 2008, it came back again for like three months, from like June mm -hmm. to November. Then they fucking the, the uh, under under the guise of some other bullshit, they slid in Proposition Eight, and they took took away fucking rights right. that people had already fought. Mm -hmm. That's like saying, you know what? We made a mistake. Uh, the slaves, they're no longer free. It's like, you, 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 you're already fucking, how do you go back? I'm thinking to myself, how, how do you say you can get married, okay, and then, nope, nope, no, not again. And so these people are fighting for this again. So now it's, it's it, you know, now uh, they're able to get married again. But the, the big issue is now, the big issue is that from, from a federal point of view, right, For 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 the constitutional rights for same sex uh, uh, couples to be recognized, because that's really the ultimate thing. Because this is about equal equal rights. Right. It's, it's it's about equal rights for everybody, not fucking white, black. I mean, we're all human everybody beings. Everybody should have the right to fuck hey, you up know their what? life. I want. <laughs> That's but that joke's already been done, by the way. How, how many comedians have you heard that joke? Hey, right? You should let gay people get married. Every they should have the right to fuck up their life. That's a joke that's been done. You but know, that's good. I think you know that's, this is all in, uh, great and everything. But what about the single people? The single people who didn't get married, we don't get shit. Why? Why when you get married, you get? Is that like? Well, you got married. Sorry, here's your little. But you have your freedom. Yeah. Well, oh, so I have my freedom. I choose <laughs> not to, not to get married or to get married. <laughs> what? So what? I I don't get married, so I don't get anything. But you, you know, know? I, I was having a conflict, and I I'll never forget this. I was in college, and I was having a conflict about America, right? Because I was looking at the time I was in college. You had apartheid in South Africa, and I had a conversation with an ambassador. His name was Ambassador Perkins. And Ambassador Perkins was the, the ambassador that was appointed to try to help bring down apartheid in South Africa. And to me, he was hypocritical, right? And so I had been writing him letters and stuff while I was in college and doing raw writing. And when he came to Los Angeles, he came over to USC, and he had lunch with me. He says, I want to sit down and have a conversation with you. And so my question to him was, look, you're fighting for apartheid in, in South Africa, and we got racism and all kind of shit going on in America. You know, I mean, it's bullshit, right? This is my perspective. And he said something to me that's very profound that gave me a, a tremendous respect for America. Mm -hmm. He said, America, while it has all of its problems and its problems, there's one thing that this country has that no other country does, and that is in the Constitution of the United States is the promise that you can fight to make it a better country. And you have the opportunity to have this fight. Well, that's, We what have, that's where the hope is. Yeah, that's it's because in many other countries, you know, I, I sat back and watched Ahmadinejad last year say that there's nobody gay in Iran. Right. And there's 60 million people there. Right. Like, how can you have 60 million people and no one is gay? 
So imagine what happens to a gay person. Mm. You know. And fight. <laughs> and fight. <laughs> And fight we will. On that note, on that note, I want to give a big up to Edith Windsor, okay? Big the fuck up to Edith Windsor. What's up, mama? Yeah, she was one of the people who sued. Oh, okay. She was one of the people who sued. The ruling of uh, the ruling on the federal law was a victory with practical consequences for more than 100,000 gays and lesbians who were already legally married, including Edith Windsor. Who she's she's one she's one of them. I think there's two two or three couples that uh, fought to amend this this. Well, she's the main person, right? She was with a she, woman. She's the main one. She's like, the main one. She's the main one, including Edith Windsor, an 83-year-old New York widow who brought the case. She sued to challenge the federal law after Thea Spire, her female spouse, died. Under the decision, the Internal Revenue Service must refund $363,000 in estate taxes, plus interest assessed on the property they own together. There's a documentary about them that's great. Uh, well, Their whole relationship, they're amazing. If people. I had to survive Thea, what a glorious way to do it, said Windsor, who lived with Spire for more than 40 years. The court's decision will have ramifications for people of all ages. She said, I think it's the end of teenagers falling in love and not thinking that there's their term. For the, uh, that it, uh, not thinking that there's a future for them. For those that don't know, we're not going to get too crazy into it, but basically, you and I own property. Right. If I if one of us passes, the other person incurs 50 percent of the value of the house. We're married. Mm -hmm. The federal government says that we have a credit right up to four hundred thousand dollars. Let's say anything value over four hundred thousand dollars. I have to pay tax on that. Right. In other words, if our property is worth more than eight hundred thousand dollars, anything over that I'll have to pay taxes on. But we're we're legally spouses. We're married. These two, they're married. They're married legally, mm -hmm. but under the DOMA fucking thing, they weren't recognized as spouses. So she survived her fucking spouse. She had to pay all this $363,000 in property taxes and assessment fees and all that shit. And she sued that if she wasn't, if, if, if they were recognized as, as legal spouses, she wouldn't have to pay that. It's wrong. It's discriminatory. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that's what set off the whole thing and she won. And so you know what? So let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. On that note. Yeah. Watch, Watch the it. Oops. Uh, pause <laughs> uh, for station identification. <laughs> uh, quickly. There's people on both sides of this issue, mm -hmm. right? And and this is the kind of issue, you know, when you think about Rome exploding, imploding from the inside, right? When you think about civil war, there are some people in this country that are that have their feet dug in. They're entrenched on this idea that gays shouldn't get married. Do you think this is an issue that can create such a divide in America that it moves the country in the wrong direction? No. You don't think I, so? No, I think it's going to move the country in the right direction. That's what I think. I think that more more than not, I mean, we're talking about, you know, maybe our parents. If it was our parents and this happened in their in their time period, maybe it would have caused a divide, right? I'm thinking now people are tired of this bullshit. I think for the most part, I think people, uh, I, my opinion, I mean, you may have your own opinion, but I think people, I mean, I think people are tired of it. I mean, how, do you know any no, gay I, people? Of course. Of course. <laughs> do you know any gay people? No, of course, of who, course. Do you know anybody who doesn't know any gay no, I people? I think part of the reason, uh, it just occurred to me, I think part of the reason we talk, I don't think it's it's a strong enough issue to divide us because I think we we have evolved spiritually as a country. 
I believe we enough, have. Enough, enough so. It, it may be two steps forward, one step back, but we keep going in the right direction. And there is always hope because there is always debate going on here. Right. And there's a lot of enthusiasm for that kind of discussion. However, I think a lot of the reasons why we end up having these kind of conversations over and over and over is because it's set up, again, just like the Hollywood system, just to bring it around, is like it's set up to be so complicated. Yeah. The legal system, the government, the the, the, real, wording, the real estate, the, wording. the real estate, yeah. the banking the system. The wording, yeah. It's so complicated. Yeah. And none of us, even people within banking, I mean, when the whole bubble collapses, oh, yeah. nobody can even tell you what really happened. Right. So that leaves people like us, working class people, saying, what, what do we talk about except each other? That leaves, that leaves people like us saying, fuck it, I'll get married. My life is <laughs> fucked up already anyway. <laughs> fuck it. That's what it nice. does. Thanks. 20 years of this shit. I think Go you ahead. better get on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, was just, I was just doing a callback on your fucking bit joke. That's right. Anyone listening to this show knows what I've been living with for 20 years. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think that uh, I think that seriously, I am I am happy and less. I feel lighter. I feel lighter knowing that that this that this was passed. It's not enough. I think that it has to go to another level. I, I get that in California, but when you get down to the Bible Belt, <laughs> Alabama, Tennessee, mm-hmm. these places that Christianity right. is, is has a stronghold. Right, mm-hmm. they believe that this is an abomination. I, I'm sure they do, and so they voted for George Bush too. Absolutely, it's my point. So, so, but what I'm saying is that just in thinking, when I'm thinking about the bigger picture of things, right, I'm always wondering how is this affecting those people down there? How are they dealing with this? Right, we know we're way more liberal out here than they are in those places. But that Bible Belt. Place, so do you think it's such a bubble? Think, like LA is in its own bubble. Right, like we exactly. forget about. Yeah, you know, that, a lot of times is, we're like, man, why isn't the world just more like this? You yeah, know, like, Mid America. Is but still I think there are, there are teenagers yeah. in the Midwest. There are people that are suffering mm-hmm. that live far from where we live. Right. And that every little thing that happens like this gives them a little seed to keep going where they can't wait to, you know, either get away from home or try to be who they are. And everything gives them hope. And I think it spreads because everyone does have YouTube. Everyone can right. have mm-hmm. access to these oh, things. Yeah. Even if you have a computer, you can go to the library and watch stuff. Right. Like there's there's always ways to like know that there's somebody like there, like me out there somewhere. And I think that that sort of and pokes through the media, the, media too, though, like shows, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Glee or, mm-hmm. or right. Modern Family. I mean, that's that's it's it's awesome that they're. You know they have the subject matter in there because it it, it does become uh, you know it, it makes things a little bit more normal. There are more. There oh there are there are gay people here. You know that you know in the Bible Belt. Oh, there's no gay people. Yeah, yeah, here, but it, but it, but but it's easy to make to see something on TV and make fun of it mm-hmm. as opposed to you know something I like that being in your yard backyard like you're saying in right. Alabama Bible Belt. But but I I think that I think that. You know, yeah, there are a lot of people that are in that area, in those areas of our country, going, "This is bullshit." There are, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the Congress people that were that were involved in this whole thing, a lot of them were like, it, 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 they were up in arms right. for this whole thing. So, uh, but I think that you know, I think what, like Rosemary said, three steps forward, two steps back, but then we still we're still inching up. 
little by little. You know what and, I mean? As yeah, more I just and think more of these, the absence of this dialogue, about that, that, that the whole dialogue is not taking place. See, because right, I think that's right. how disease grows. It festers somewhere, right? Right. And when you when it's in the darkness and you're not bringing light right. to the Absolutely. fact that you know what I mean. Us, boom, you got cancer. And so when you think about Proposition Eight and fifty two percent of the, of California voted, right. Know, to yeah. pass it. To pass it. Like, that's not, I mean, that's a huge percentage but of I don't the population. But I don't think they voted for it to pass it lo- like consciously. But my, Trust me. But my it would, it would, it would, it's a lot of church, church yeah, but, but, people. Yeah, I'm just saying that I'm not trying to be on their side. I'm no, just no, no, but it's all right. It's a we beat the shit out of you, even though if you're big. <laughs> we fuck you up in here. I don't know where this will go, but also, <laughs> though, there are a lot of people that are much older that are, have more of a voice that are talking against gay marriage and absolutely. all that. And as these fuckers start to die, die absolutely. you know, and as people become a little, maybe, maybe you know, okay, uh, their children might not be, well, uh, you know, I hope my daughter doesn't, you know, become gay. But, you know, they're not going to they're not going to freak out and make bills and they're not going to stand up and all that. Like maybe, you know, the, the older folks are as these people start dying down and and and, and the people that are more, um, I, I, I don't know, uh, open minded, open minded or, or, or they've been more, more uh, accepting. Uh, <laughs> no, they've been more. Um, I don't know. What's the word when they're when they're uh, their consciousness is higher. Yeah, so when they know? see it around them, see, they're right. a little more, more exposed. More exposed. Right. Sorry, exposure. I'm like. All right, I was about to call in for a vowel. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but you know, to that point, exposed motherfuckers. To that point, that's it was why great I don't talk much. Because the great Magic Johnson came out a couple of months right. ago and said his son is gay. Uh-huh. Right, and when his when he had wow. to, when his son had to come to him at 14 years old and say, he said he sort of knew about it, you know, and, and in his interview he's talking about he, he knew noticed about it. the G strings right, and the purple socks. <laughs> so he, he he confronted his son, and his son said, "Yeah, I'm gay." And and Magic said, "You know, and that's my son, and I still love my son, right. and I will still do everything I yeah. can." And Magic is, you know, a great physical basketball professional superstar, like, right. but he has a gay son. Right. You know, and you have to deal with that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's right. going to change his views on Absolutely. a lot of things. I think everybody should have a gay son. And then everyone's perspective on this whole thing would, would change. change. Absolutely. Because then if your son was gay, I guarantee you, you would not fight tooth and nail to the death. That's actually to- not true. I don't think that's true. I That's my opinion. Well, I don't. There's th- a lot of people that have gay children and they actually don't accept them. And, so and, at and, all. And do you think that they will leave this planet yes, but not accepting them? I do. You do. There mm-hmm. are people like that. And I know people like that's that sad. that have parents like that. That's sad. And that yeah, they kind of get a, disowned. There was a kid on, I think it was like a I mean, if you, you believe that people, if you're gay, you're going to burn in hell. That's right. what you believe. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. No, but go ahead. Sorry. There was a kid on America Got Talent and, and, and he was talking to the judges and they said, well, you know, he's from Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. And they said, well, well, do you live at home? And he said, no. And, you know, he just looked like a regular guy. He said, well, what happened? You and your parents don't get along? He said, well, no, I'm gay and my family doesn't believe in that stuff. So when I got 18, they kicked me out the house. Wow. You know, and he goes on to sing. He's got an opera voice and he's fabulous. Mm -hmm. Right. But that's a reality down there in Memphis, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. in that Bible Belt. Right. Mm -hmm. You kick your son out the house. But that's why I was saying it's so important to like see that on TV. Like you have access enough where where even 10 Ten years ago, You'd you didn't have, have that sort right. of thing to yeah. even say. Well, somebody like there, somebody out there exists. Exists. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why and, I don't think it'll ever set us and, back that far. And then it might be more social. It'll be less socially acceptable to, be, right. to think that way. You may, you know, you might not a- actually act on it. You may, you, you'll, those people will end up having to repress their feelings about how it, you know, and just 
kind of let them live their lives and stop being, you know, so shitty about it. It's like getting in other people's lives about it. Who the fuck cares what you do and who you have sex with and all that? It's not your fucking business, mm. you know? And and, and the yeah. more people, when it becomes less socially acceptable but to be uh, vocal so about it. Yeah. yeah, and judgmental right. and all that. Because, you know, and it took a long time for... For, for all of this, through all of the the bullshit that the United States have gone through with right. slavery and 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 the 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 what it was the riots in '69 uh, in New right. York, you know, I mean that those were. Well, I think that's what becomes insidious though when you talk about festering because right. then people are afraid to be as vocal about it, but it still exists. But it still exists. So then, where does it end up coming out? I mean, that that's sort of then what those you're motherfuckers right. can die, and right. then <laughs> which is or yeah. you have a discussion. Like one right. of the things that yeah. discussion does, it allows you to sort of get stuff out on in the right. Open. It allows you to see. Who has some fucked up thoughts about right. shit that you thought they didn't have? You and you trick them. You trick them and shit. You trick them. Wow, you trick them. You trick them like you make believe like you're into this shit. And then you're like, this motherfucker. He really believes this shit. You never knew I wanted you on your knees. Never did. See? You never go. did. You tricked me. I'm going to be on my fucking knees. I'm going to drop to my knees in the morning. I'm going to drop to my knees. You're going to be like, what happened? Are you all right? Nope. I'm on my knees. <laughs> okay, well, listen, look, we've had a fucking long-ass wow. show, so what we're going to do is this. I'm going to cut this into two fucking episodes. You talk two hours. Two. Two. You might have to do three. No, this two is like, we're, we're almost we're going two on. two and a half hours. No, we're almost going on three. I'm, I'm going to knock this into two. So let's say... Let's say our goodbyes. Uh, Leslie, your your movie is coming out July 3rd? Yes, July 3rd, nationwide. Let me explain. Let me explain. Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Lionsgate? Lionsgate. 2,000 theaters? Yes, sir. Nice. That's Some beautiful. agent better wake the fuck up. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. What the fuck? I can't even get it. What <laughs> the fuck? That just tells you guys, guys, if you're out there and you're thinking about killing yourselves, oh. don't do it. Here's a man that's got everything going for him and he still can't get an agent. Don't jump yet. There's still time. There's, there's, there's about 40 minutes left to the day. Don't do it. <laughs> Rosemary. Rosemary Rodriguez. What do you got going on, homegirl? First of all, we didn't even talk about the fact that we that you were voted in as a national member of the of the DGA the the national board of the DGA. So what are you going to do? You going to kick some ass there? We're definitely going to kick ass. You going to kick some ass? You in Paris? We'd be more inclusive. All of us at the DGA, we're all going to lead the path, be collaborative, bring yeah. in new people. Yeah. Get stuff going. I, yep. I heard change I, of the guard. Yep. I heard that you're going to get um 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 Kimberly Pierce to be one of my guests here. Well, I haven't asked her yet. Oh, you haven't yet? Well, no. Kimberly Pierce is going to come on my show. Well, she kicks ass. Oh, Kimberly Pierce is fucking dope. Big up, Kimberly Pierce! Yeah, Kimberly Pierce kicks, kicks ass. Rosemary boys said to me... Boys don't cry on the subject that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, boys don't cry. Yep, exactly. Nice segue there, huh? Oh, uh, we, we were talking about yesterday uh, about that, and she happens to be uh, half Puerto Rican. She was brought up by her stepfather, who's Puerto Rican. Uh, who knew? Huh? Mommy, what's up? <laughs> Yeah. And what's up with you, Jamal? How you doing, man? Jamal. 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 You just fucked up my saying, name tonight, aren't you? Jamal. I keep saying Jamal. Jamal. Why well, I say Jamal? You said Jamal. Hey, can we cut this? Can we cut this out, this part? <laughs> Jamal. Right. What are you up to, Jamal? Right now, I'm working for... Rose. Besides getting the fuck out, we're kicking your ass out of the stage for correcting me for... for no, go ahead. Well, good. You can walk home now. <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you doing? I mean, you I got something that. going on. Yeah, well, right now I'm in grad school at Temple. Uh, I'm working uh, for Rosemary as her assistant. Mm. Uh, 
trying to pick her brain on everything. Uh, nice. All her knowledge that she knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And try to turn that turn that around to something. Nice. Like, I'm I'm at the beginning of where where these two are at right now. You're so. at the beginning of where these guys want to jump off and kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, without nah. the killing themselves part. Nah. So. <laughs> And Rich, what's up, baby? What's going on? What's going You're on? You're still chilling? You're still lubricating that sexy throat of yours or what? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what expose means. Expose? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> exposure. No, you know what? I'm right in the middle of working on a pitch yeah, and all that for my web series. So, yeah. yeah that's like one of Kevin Hart's pipe. jokes when you try to explain something to your kid. Yeah. And you don't know how to explain it. <laughs> okay? That's, that's, that's one of his jokes. It's like, shut the fuck up. Go do your homework. Anyway, so anyway, thanks for listening in. Uh, uh, we had Leslie, Leslie Small, Rosemary Rodriguez, Jamel Northern, uh, Rich Corbin, and uh, of course, yours truly, Nestor Rodriguez, a.k.a. Nestorius. Thanks a lot for tuning into Nestorius Public Radio. Check us out on NestoriusPublicRadio.com, Facebook, Nestorius Public Radio. Follow us on Twitter, Nestorius NYC, and uh, check us out every Thursday night, 10 p.m., uh, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, midnight to 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call us, fucking tell your friends about it, download us, get bigged up. <laughs>